Welcome to the Awkward Throw Clear. I'm your host of the Awkward Throw Clear, Aaron Chalupa. This is a sub-series of the Not After 30 Podcast Network. I am very happy to bring back returning guest, Noah Stevens. Noah Stevens, you might remember him as HL54 Charlie. Guess what? He's HL53 Alpha now. That's right. He's my sub-leader on my crew. Couldn't ask for a better guy. He's light. He's funny. He's cool my god is he handsome oh geez like i don't even know i don't even know how to describe it my goodness uh no we're having a good time we're sitting down in zama funny enough that's when our first episode was recorded that him and i recorded uh we're back in zama this is a couple weeks ago from when you're listening now we are just about to leave steen steen river steen river is about 40 kilometers south of the territory's border and we're going on days off i'm so excited it's been a long shift uh it's really hot right now it's over 30 degrees the last five days we're excited for some time off uh have some nice cold beers relax sleep in a little bit long hours early mornings it's been rough um (laughs) <laughs> rough but you know what we do it and we love it uh we were sleeping in some tents for a bit too that was a bit fun uh you know camping while you're working can't complain and i'm just i i don't know i can't contain it in my voice i'm so excited to have some time off but we're getting called back it's only gonna be a half uh days off uh only three days off we're gonna go back a little bit early and help out there's so much going on right now new starts are happening um fires are still going out of control from back in may uh we have one the chuck egg creek fire i've talked about that a few times it's the perimeter is over 660 kilometers long you know if you stretch it out and the area of it is over 3400 square kilometers like this thing is massive so hopefully we can get that uh taken care of here shortly i would like oh my if if we got some rain that would really really be uh it's much needed let's just say that so anyway Noah Stevens and I are sitting down. We're talking all kinds of things. We're just we're just shooting the shit, uh, having a good time. He did some traveling. We didn't get to that. Hopefully next time we record, we can talk about that a bit more. Uh, but we're just talking about all kinds of stuff. It, it, this one's a good one just to sit down and just listen to. It kind of makes you feel, uh, you know, like you're a little bit part of the conversation. We have some inside, uh, you know, topics and jokes and stuff. But it's very free-flowing, and it's just a lot of fun. I really hope you guys like it. Noah Stevens, so happy to have him back. Hopefully we can have him again another time or two before the year is done. He's going to be staying long-term in the season. I'm staying long-term in the season. Who knows, maybe we can pump out two or three more. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys are having an awesome summer, coast-to-coast across Canada, you know, United States, maybe even Europe. I don't know where you're listening. Hopefully you're having a good time. Hopefully you're having a good summer. Hopefully you've been having lots of fun with, you know, your friends, family, whatever you're up to. Anyway, this is episode 37 Catching Zama Fever. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the o- the <clears throat> the awkward throat clear. Now here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. How's it going, Awkward Thirty Podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? I'm your host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra. And here in lovely Zama City, once again, um, a couple years ago, I recorded on the airstrip of Zama City. Busy, busy airstrip, you know, like all kinds of traffic coming in and out of there. And funny enough, the last person I recorded with was Noah Stevens, who 
Guess what? Is here with me right now. I'm How's back. it going? How's it going, Noah? <laughs> like we never left. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, somebody's just listening to all my podcasts all of a sudden. They're just like, oh, this guy was there. They were just in Zama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny enough, well, I guess another funny thing, that, funny thing, I guess, is that the last time uh, when you and I did the podcast, you were HL54 Charlie. Last year, you were HL56 Bravo. And now you are HL53 Alpha. Alpha. Moving up. Yeah. You are, man. Just, every year. No, just climbing the chain. Honestly, that's I, I think that's good. Like, every year progressing, that's what I kind of wanted out of this job uh, when I first started. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, it'd be good to progress every year, move up the chain. Yeah, for sure. So. How was the rest of your rookie season with uh, myself, Rowan, and Kevin? It was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, I remember, like, going home after the season just, like, being so excited to tell everyone about it just because it was, <laughs> I had like the coolest summer job yeah. ever. Like, yeah, it's, it's been super fun. And yeah, after that first season, it's funny though. Like when you talk to people, like they don't quite understand our job unless they're in fire. Like none of it makes sense. Oh yeah. The fire must've been so scary. It's yeah, like, no, no, just a Hector fire. Nobody really understands it log. except for fire people, which is kind of fun when you cross paths with other fire people you can, you can really bro out about it. You can, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, like the, when you ran into that Montana guy? Yeah. We yeah traded <laughs> patches. Yeah. It's cool. Because like when you meet someone who actually understands what you're talking about, you can like actually get into in depth with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like that was, I had that, that cool experience like that going to leaders at the beginning of this year because you get to meet all kinds of people from other districts and, and have chats like that and yeah, really uh, share swap stories and stuff. So it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, what, do you remember anything in particular from the rookie season that stands out? Oh, man. Um, I, I just remember, like, I felt like our crew was so wise. We had you and Kevin <laughs> and Rowan. All these, all these wise long beards. <laughs> you get wise long beards, and I'm just this, this rookie from Ontario. I would like, never even been out here, never... Yeah, you got no. these three northern Albertans. Yeah, you guys were all from the area, so you you were all like locals, and I was like, yeah, I'd never been up in the Muskeg, and just like <laughs> super fun. I definitely learned a lot that year with you guys. It was blast. I think that was a really good crew for you that first year. Yeah, you know? it was like, sweet. Yeah, no, especially on the chainsaw with Kevin and Rowan. Like those guys are just like masters and stuff. So, and then last year you were with Travis Graham. And, uh, oh, I guess listeners there, Travis Fortune, he was from, from some of the, uh, European Chronicles, uh, from a couple years ago. You had him on here? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about hockey and NHL oh, before nice. and like, it was started off as like me and Nelson and Trav and we did a couple like, um, podcasts in the Dacia Sandero, but then like oh, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the sound on the outside was just too much and you couldn't hear us at all. And like, I was recording from my phone and the, the sound was shit. Yeah. And then uh, this mic probably would be a lot better for us. And then uh, we try to record in like one of the Airbnbs in Croatia as well. And then Nelson was kind of hanging out, but then he kind of fucked off and did his own thing. And then Tra- Travis and I were just talking about random shit. For the Man, trip. I want to go to Croatia so bad. Did you make it to the that like waterfall and like? Oh, in um, it's like a national park. Oh, what was it called there? It wasn't because Kirk. It was an island. What was that one called? We were talking about it, and we were really trying to get there. Mind you, it was, it was fall, so it was a bit quieter, yeah. and it wasn't the nicest of weather. 
Like it was still pretty sunny and everything. It just wasn't like, you know, sunshine every day. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get out there. What was that park called? I don't know. It's gonna I've bug seen it me. all the time. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's, gorgeous. it's a beautiful park. And we do, we, we all wanted to go there. It just, our timing was so shit. We had so much planned and I was like, oh, we got to fucking cut days in half and like, we can't yeah. be there that long and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Croatia was really cool. I'd highly recommend it. Um, do you guys I, drive through? Oh yeah. 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 yeah we, we rented a car in Zagreb. Which is the capital? Yeah. I actually got some firefighting patches. Man, I have a I have a buddy who lives in Zagreb. Like, uh, he came to our high school like years ago when I was in high school, and he was on like an exchange. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. Like, played a bunch of sports and kind of befriended him that way, and you know, keep up with him a little bit on Facebook. But it would be fun to like meet up. He's a super funny guy. Oh, it's and, beautiful uh, over there. And you know what the funny thing is is that you probably have a lot of friends that have either Croatian background or Macedonian background or Serbian background because uh, the GTA and, like, area, I think it's the area of the GTA, <laughs> um, has, a, has, like, the largest population of Macedonians outside of Macedonia, just that area alone. I didn't know that. Yeah, everybody I ran into in Macedonia is like, where are you from? I was like, oh, so, you know, Canada. It's like, I have family in Scarborough. <laughs> Where are you staying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, a hostel. It's like, you stay with me. I'm, I'm approved. It's like, no, no, we already got a hostel. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm sure they're very nice, like, everywhere you go. But, you know, hostel's the way to do it, for sure, for meeting mm-hmm. other travelers. But, yeah, I'd, I'd, I couldn't recommend the Balkans enough, man. I had a great time in Croatia, Bosnia, Serbia, Macedonia. Montenegro, we just passed through for the day. Uh, Albania was pretty cool. The boys were kind of rough around the edges with it at first. It was pretty yeah. sketchy. And then we all kind of warmed up to it at the end. Yeah, like, everyone was super friendly. I feel like it would be a little bit more of a rougher... I don't know. Those countries are... It's they're pretty rough. Like I would say Bosnia didn't feel so bad. Um, Serbia wasn't so bad either. Maybe the country more so in in those like the countryside in those uh, yeah. in those particular countries. But Croatia is... Like, is gorgeous. It, it, it's, it's like a proper country yeah. um you know like they're, they're part of the eu they they like the tourism really helped them out to get money same with slovenia that used to be part of yugoslavia as well yeah. but they, they've done a really good job of you know bumping up and really appeasing to the the tourist folk and stuff and it, i don't think anybody really really feels sketched out if that's a, the, no. the the term you want to go Man, with i think they're, they're starting to play hockey over there too like my buddy tag, oh, yeah, he tagged me in like some croatian like zagreb's like got yeah. a, a team or yeah, something yeah they're part of the Erstabank uh league which yeah. is same as the uh, Salzburg Red Bulls. Okay, uh, sweet. Yeah, same team as the one I interviewed, uh, Ryan Duncan, star forward of that team. He's oh, actually a free agent now. Yeah, they, they didn't re-sign him, sadly. But, um, yeah, they're the same league as the Vienna Capitals. There's a Hungarian team uh, out of Budapest in the team, too. Um, Balzano from Italy. So, yeah, Zagreb, Zagreb has a team there. I forget what they're called, but uh, yeah, they're not a bad team. Uh, they've gone to the playoffs a couple times, but nice. yeah, no, I'd love to go to Croatia again, Bosnia too. Um, like I was saying, it's like so many of those countries are just spectacular. Just yeah, it's wicked time. Got to run into Peter West in uh, uh, Belgrade for the for a basketball <laughs> game. That was a fun time. The most interesting man out there. Oh man, he's wild. I actually talked to him on the phone not too long ago. We'll have to meet up this winter. Yeah, he was giving me some good stories about uh, a pair attack so far. So, oh really? I oh man, you him. have to talk to him. Like he's got. I have, I'll have to talk to him sometime yeah. to get an interview. But uh, yeah, he had some wild stories uh, about training camp for Para. I Nothing bet. I've ever heard because they had more people than they ever had before uh, sign up. Like a huge turnover, 
and they were just like, okay, fitness, uh, you know, again, it'd be like, they do like four fitnesses. Do you have to like one. make the cut or do yeah. you have And they're like, okay, uh, yeah, you have to, um, so like right after lunch, just okay, go for a, a 10 kilometer run. And if you're not back here in, um, 45 minutes, you're, you're cut. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. And it's like, okay, pop quiz. You know, if you don't score uh 70% or higher, then you're cut. Wow. So they were just trying to cut guys. Because they had so many. So yeah, they were just exactly. like weeding them out as quickly Essentially, as Essentially, like, it's not the numbers, but like I'm just going to say like they, they would have like 50 guys there and they needed to get down to like 25. Yeah. So they're just trying to cut guys every possible way. So yeah, like you have to talk to Pete sometime. And he, did he make, he made it through? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, he, yeah got, he got the phone call when he was in uh, Santiago, Chile. Yeah, Pete's such a cool dude. <laughs> he's fucking everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's just nuts. like working, oh yeah, I'm going to get a job in uh, Australia working in a he mine. He was in Australia when I was there. He was just on the far side like mm-hmm. australia is massive so you'd have to fly it's pretty much coast to coast for canada yeah yeah like from perth to brisbane is pretty yeah, much the same like, distance it's kind of wild that we were in the same country on the other side of the world but like couldn't really meet up because it's just so big which a bit of a shame but yeah yeah well that's fucking way it goes man like you'll you'll have to check out the west coast sometime if you ever go again um Back in backpedaling a little bit. So <laughs> last year you're on the crew with uh, Travis Graham, Lorkey, and uh, Laura McDonald. How did that season go? You got a, a one year experience up here. You're more familiar with the area, more familiar with your job, taking a bit more of a veteran role. You know now you have a rookie on your crew. Yeah, that that season was sweet. Like we had a wicked crew. It was like definitely like a step up from being the rookie. I had way more understanding of the district mm-hmm. and the job itself. Mm-hmm. Um, like felt way more competent doing some of the tasks. Um, and it, yeah, it was super fun and kind of like being the Bravo, you kind of just slide in there and you just work hard and, and that's your job. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was sweet. I had a, I had a great year last year. Um, did a lot of driving <laughs> yeah. every day, every day's off. I was going down to the mountains to go see my girlfriend. So that yeah. was, she that was, was working fun. in Banff. Yeah, she's in Banff. Mm-hmm. It was sweet though, like going down to the mountains, going camping lots, and you know, got a big tattoo last year, and <laughs> had some, that's always a fun thing. Eh? Yeah, spent some of that fire money on a big sleeve, so that was sweet. How much did that cost you? If you don't mind me asking, pretty penny, <laughs> a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, but, somewhere between uh, you know ten dollars and uh, five thousand, eh? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was sweet. Like I I kind of set that money aside. Uh, when I finished school, I came out with some money still in the bank, which was kind of a bonus. And then I treated myself kind of like a graduation gift to myself for mm-hmm. get getting my uh, degree. So yeah, I kind of had the idea for a little bit that I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was sweet. Last summer was good. This summer's been good too. I'm going. Yeah, going back. Uh, Go back home. Ontario way all the, for, all that for overtime money. Yeah, I've had a good season so far, so it'll be good to go. And I honestly haven't been home like a whole lot in the last two years. Like since honestly, since like starting fire, just coming out mm-hmm. here every summer, I've kind of missed out on. Uh, just well, like, summertime's so good for like you know cottage time, and you're in you're right in the Muskoka. Yeah, like it's it's. Too bad, honestly, to miss out on Muskoka summers because there's no place I'd rather be than. Well, like, you're, you're going to school on the, the lake, time. so you're going to school for what? How many years was it? Two, three, four years. Four, you want four years? Okay, yeah. and so yeah, you're going. You're in Ottawa for the majority of the year, and then yeah. you come out here to fight fire, and then you get like a, like maybe a month in total of hanging out with your friends back home. Like right away, too, <laughs> after school. I, like the first year I came out here, I 
wrote my exams and flew out from mm-hmm. Ottawa, straight from Ottawa the next day. Like I didn't even, I didn't even go home. And then <laughs> this year I came back from Australia. I was home for six days after being gone for five months and <laughs> packed, unpacked one bag, packed up another one, and then drove out here. So. 48 hours you saw your parents to go yeah. hang out with them. Yeah. And not even hang out with them for 48 hours. It was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to bed and then wake up 12 yeah, hours I came, later. I came home. They picked me up at the airport, and then the next day they flew out there. They had booked a trip. just kind of happened that way that I booked my flight home when they were booking a flight down to go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So I barely crossed paths with them after five months, so... No, I'm really looking forward to going home for six days and catching up with folks and hanging out with friends and stuff. Oh, man. You're, you're going to have a blast. You're going to come back even more tired than, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> than if you're on like an 18-day shift. We've already got uh, the boys got a group chat going. We've got the prestigious Golf of Palooza on, sa- <laughs> on Saturday. We're going to get uh, probably in one on Saturday and go, go to the pub, so that'll be fun. Yeah, no, that'll be a fucking time. And just let listeners know it's called The Pub. The Pub. Yeah, yeah. We, and we have one in Peace River called The Pub as well. Yeah, it's not, it's Pub on the Docks, but The Pub. The Pub. Oh, that's the actual name. Okay. Pub on the Docks? Okay, okay. <laughs> I never knew that. I always thought it was just The Pub because the one in Peace River is called The Pub. I mean. That's its official name, too. It's the only, it's the only watering hole in town, so. Well, I guess it's the Peace Valley Inn's Pub, but. You see the labels and stuff, and it's the pub. Yeah, no, it'll be sweet. That like summer, summertime of the pub is so good. You got three levels. So it's mm-hmm. like basement, mid floor where they have like some live music and stuff, mm-hmm. and then a rooftop patio with a bar up there. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's it just fun. seems like a really sweet place to go. And it's right on the water. All these too. rockets just working there. Summer jobs. <laughs> Your words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I haven't been there. I've only, I've only heard stories. So, um, but yeah, it reminds me of one uh, place in Australia when I was uh, living and working in Dunsborough in the in the on the west coast, and it was called the Malt Bar, and it was like the 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 ground level, where it was more of kind of a pub hangout kind of thing. Then you have the middle of the level, which was kind of more of a well, actually no. So the, the ground level was more of kind of a lounge slash kind of pub, and then. The second level was more of a club, so like standing room more so. They'd have mm-hmm. a DJ come in, and then the top level would be kind of like um, rock and roll on the the stereo, and then like standing room, but pub drinks kind of thing. Like they'd be yeah. like pouring lots of beers and stuff. So you just pick whatever level you want to go to. And there's another place in Edmonton called the Black Dog, and there's the basement, the ground level, then there's the upstairs too. It's super fun because it kind of like splits up the bar into like different atmospheres yeah like, so you can like so instead transition of like, you can flow between the different floors and exactly like so instead of like going like pub crawling you're just like well i'm just gonna go upstairs, go upstairs for a bit, yeah know? and you can just oh fucking call says he's downstairs he's talking you know yeah, to somebody. it's like it, you, it's so hard to get to the top because they only let a certain amount of people get up to the top they mm-hmm. have like a certain capacity and so it's like an achievement when you reach the top like you finally made it to plant, the top plant of the your bar. flag honestly like, <laughs> take your goggles off ah, I did it yeah cause like you'll, it sucks too if you get there a little bit too late and like a bunch of your buddies are upstairs and you're trying to get to the top of the pub and like it's yeah it's a real accomplishment to get, get to the top floor sometimes <laughs> oh, some nights you gotta you gotta but you know it also turns into a fun time too if you're like you you're like fuck it, we're not going to the top. We'll just have a basement party, and you just rally the troops and go down to the basement and just. <laughs> we're hanging out here. Yeah. We're making camp. We're setting we're, up. Yeah, we're gonna plant ourselves here, and just rally, rally from this point. Have a basement set our party. Roots. We ain't moving. I'm a sturdy oak. And it's the basement's sweet too, cause it like 
it's just roped off right on the boardwalk, so you can walk right out to the water, mm. like right out the front of the bar. It's pretty nice. Mm. Um, I would honestly love to have you guys, like some fire people, come through Huntsville. Oh fuck, man, we're gonna have this. To do that. Like, I think in the fall, man, a bunch of you guys should road trip through Huntsville, and we'll go. Well, I might not road trip; I might just fly over, but I'll keep you yeah. posted. And like, just to get like Colin and maybe even Legacy to come up. Yeah, you know, because have... I guarantee Legacy would like, and like, I'd love to hit the links out there. Like, I'm not much of a golfer, oh, but man, like. Like as long as ever like the the group is cool with it, I'll just grab some beers. I'm like, I'm probably gonna get eight every hole. Oh but, man, uh, there's and that's the beauty too. Like we have so many golf courses. There's golf courses for like every level. Like there's mm-hmm. the there's the elite like really nice golf courses that like big one and stuff. They they only let certain people on those courses. But I, they I, also, I don't want to have to like dress myself up like no, a jackass because then, then I'll kick my own have, ass. They also have. <laughs> They also have just like little nine hole courses where yeah. you can just like go have a few beers yeah, and, yeah. and smack the ball around, which is t- like super fun. Yeah, no, like, I, like that's one thing is like I like going golfing because you're out in the like, if it's a beautiful day, you get to go out and like walk around and shit, enjoy the beautiful day. Oh, that's one. And of then the you're walking around days. like ah, like so many of my friends want like oh let's get the carts. I'm like yeah fuck it, let's walk. You know? Yeah, walking nine's nice. Mm-hmm. Eighteen can be a long way. And yeah, like, and half the fun too is when you get a couple beers and you're trying to drive your cart around half yeah. in the bag. That is fun. <laughs> um, you, you, I don't think you've ever been here long enough. And the last couple of years, I think it was the, the last three years we haven't had it. But usually we'll have like a a year ender um, golf tournament. I know. I want. I've been. I've heard of this. Yeah, it's been in the mix. I want. Well, I want in. It's fun because they would have. What was the one group? I think it was Chris Gosman, Steve. Tower Steve, because Tower okay. Tower Steve's good. Yeah, he's, he's really good at golf. He's always out on his lawn chipping balls. No, what, the one year was yeah, it was oh yeah, there was those two, and then it was Pete Mulholland and then Thomas Patrickin, who also was pretty good at golf, and then a former hack leader, uh, Pete Mulholland. He was like, uh, I think he played golf in college or something like that. So he was really good as well. So really? like, it was actually quite competitive in that group. And yeah, then in my get, group, if you get a few golfers together, like they start betting money because golf's like a really oh, yeah. betting. They, oh yeah. The guys love to bet close to the pin or bet mm-hmm. low score on a hole. Like well, yeah. it would be a charity golf tournament, not charity one, but uh, just a fun one for staff. And they would have like the longest drive, the shortest drive, the you know the longest the shortest like drive. That. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Dick out if you can't get it past the ladies' tees. I've heard that. I've never really <laughs> wanted to do that because I'm like it might be me. <laughs> um, I had the lo- like we didn't have it that year, but I had the longest putt on one hole, and I was with IKEA Vodder. And uh, Nelson, we were all a part of a group. Yeah. And I must have, like, sang it from 15 meters away. Nice. 1-5. And it was like, well, I'm not going to chip it because I, I was just, like, just on the edge. It wasn't too tall grass either. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to chip it because it's going to shoot it all the way over. So I'm just like, all right, let's putt it. And I was like, just, you know, kind of aim it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Here we go. And then yeah. it goes and it's just sailing and just dropped in. And I was like, whoa. So that's where it's, where it's fun, right? It's like... That was that was I held that high. That was that was <laughs> that was my torch right there. Yeah. Because like everything else, I averaged like probably like six or seven or something like that. Over oh, yeah. on the high level course. Yeah. 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 What was it called? Fox Haven. We were just smashing yeah, beers. So that course, it's <laughs> I actually played pretty good rounds there, but it's so flat. There's like mm-hmm. no terrain there. It's everything is super flat. <laughs> it's like it's pretty predictable. I didn't really expect this to, uh, conversation to happen, but since we're on it, tell me about um, how you and Colin went there. Well, because it was a, if you go to this uh, town meeting for the golf course, you get a free bucket of balls. No, they were going to give us a free round of golf. So we, we, just to go to the meeting, just to go to the meeting because oh they God. wanted to drum up like town support because they are going under. 
and we went to the meeting and you know they were they were talking about how much in debt they were and they were they're offering the the grounds kid like they weren't gonna pay him like salary they were gonna put him through school which is kind of a crazy deal what? yeah they were <laughs> they weren't gonna pay him they were just gonna put him through school so that was his deal and like the course was I don't know what they were like eighty grand in debt or something and. <laughs> They had like this lifetime membership thing going on, which made no sense. So, so this lifetime membership, it's not just like you sign up for lifetime membership for like, oh, I don't know, 10 grand or something like that. It was a one-time it $500 was... buy-in. It was like, <laughs> and there was like old people who had been there for years not paid a cent. Yeah. And then they're wondering why they're they buy Because the, they buy the one season's pass <laughs> yeah. and it carries through them for life. Yeah. And I'm that like, is ridiculous. I'm like, that's your problem right there. Like. I'm, I didn't uh, go to economics, you know, or anything like that, or I didn't graduate from uh, school with this kind of degree. But I'm going to say that if, you know, you only charge somebody 500 bucks for a lifetime but golfing fee. Yeah. And that, like, you, you got to keep getting a, the business every year. Like, the, you can't just have these lifetime memberships mm-hmm. and then expect to get new clientele in high level. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. But I don't know. I thought the course was closing, but I think it's still open this year. I'm not sure. I haven't been over yet. Well, like, we, we it is, that's the thing with a lot of, I don't think it's closed. It's quite busy still, yeah. but uh, you know, why wouldn't it be busy with all these fucking lifetime membership? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working at the, the ski hill in Peace River, a uh, small area, you know, it's northern Alberta. We're not pulling that much. And you it's worked not, at the ski hill there? Yeah, I did. Yeah. My, my brothers and I, have? Um, quite a bit of runs, but not for that long. Were uh, you lefty? I was a lifty, I was a lift supervisor, I was a rental tech, I was a bartender, <laughs> I was the front uh, front office guy, all different years. My brother was the um, equipment manager, and my other brother was the rental tech manager for a while, too. Working on the ski hill is a sweet job. It was, it, it, it was so cool, because it's such a small hill. They got that new chalet, which is gorgeous, but it really put us under for a long time. Like We weren't ready for it, but because we were getting the Northern, sorry, the Alberta Winter Games in Peace River... They really wanted to have this nice ski lodge kind of yeah. thing to like, you know, kind of show off to the southern folk. Yeah. But uh, it just wasn't a good thing. And the old chalet had so much character to it too. It was so cool. They and like the old rentals. Yeah, they oh, knocked it all sad. down. It was kind of sinking into the ground too. <laughs> like it wasn't a good little spot. But uh, like I used to just be a hill rat there the whole time. I've been talking one of the guys, I'm gonna name drop him there, um, not that he has a, a really well renowned name across the country or anything like that, but he listens to the podcast. Bob Fredrickson, um, his sons, um, either all lived with my brothers at some point when they were out of school and everything, they lived together, or they've just been really good friends and like snowboarded together and skied together and all that kind of shit. Nice. Um, and then he was a ski patrol guy. He's a bit older guy now. I think he's uh, close to 70, but it's just a funny, funny guy. And he dubbed me the hill rat. The hill rat. Because I yeah. just hang out all the time. And it'd be cold outside, so I'd hang out in the rental shop or whatever. And, and we bug had people a- for a buck so I could buy some stuff from the canteen, <laughs> you know, shit like that. That's funny. We had a hill like that in town, too. Just like a small little local hill. And everyone's super close. It's like a family at those places. Like, everyone, like... You either have skied there your mm-hmm. whole life or, like, you work – you just, like, transition from skiing there as a kid to working there as a, yeah. a lifty or patrol or whatever, You're teaching the snow school. Like, yeah, we used to have – it was called winter electives in, in public mm-hmm. school. Yeah. And for a week, every winter, they you'd sign up for whatever you want to do, like power skating or bowling or mm-hmm. uh, go to the hill. Yeah. Was one yeah. of them. And you'd get to go skiing for a whole week. So, like, all your buddies from all the different public schools would meet at the hill. Oh, and, like, sick. 
go shred for a week. It was what was the name of the hill? The Hidden Valley. The Hidden Valley. Yeah, Hidden Valley. That's not a bad name. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's just a tiny little hill. It yeah. had like three lifts. Yeah, like so. Uh, where was it going on with that? Yeah, so like the ski when I was working there, they were talking about like um, seasons passes and stuff. And this, this is how much of a connection I had at the ski hill is that they called me when I turned, I was 14 this year, so I could actually work at the ski hill finally. You're 14 this year. Wow, you look, <laughs> I, I, look yeah, I look like the numbers backwards. Eh? Yeah. Going into the year, I was, I, I just turned 14 and that winter they, uh, they called me and they're like, ah, I don't, if, so if you, if you get a friend, uh, to get a season's pass you get your season's pass half price. I'm like that. So going to the golf thing, like that would be a good little marketing thing too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, Oh, well I'm not buying a season's pass this year. Like, Oh, you're not going to go snowboard. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm working for you guys. (laughs) Like, Oh, okay. Like, did he get interviewed? No, like, did you have the hand of resume? I just told him like, yeah, I'm working for you guys this year. Like, okay, we'll see you then. (laughs) Yeah. So that worked out great for me. And yeah, that's always the one bonus about working at a hill is you get the pass. Cause that, you, like honestly mm-hmm. skiing and golf are the two ones where you have to pay to play every time mm-hmm. like and they can be pricey for oh, sure oh big time oh yeah huge like um the resort in, uh, sorry the golf resort in oh, is it the fairmont in jasper uh it's like over 2000 for seasons pass oh yeah i believe it it's expensive it's like, i think it's number 2 in canada right now for like the best golf course in canada so yeah but uh it is a beautiful one i got to i got to play um, around on that. That was pretty cool. I definitely didn't belong there. <laughs> yeah. Walking around in my shorts, like cargo pants. <laughs> just, uh, don't belong here. It's like, they're like, do you have a button up shirt? I'm like, yeah, yeah I got one. <laughs> Not wearing it though. Just look like a jackass. I'm like, can I just wear a hockey jersey? Like that's my favorite hockey player. <laughs> Sorry, a golf player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I played around Golfer. last year down in Canmore. It was gorgeous. Like just the mountain views on every hole. What was so that? Nice. Uh, silver tip? No, I just played the, I think it's like the Canmore Golf and Country Club, just okay. like a local one in town. It wasn't yeah. like a big resort or anything, but still a gorgeous course. I think I went there and I did some, um, went to the driving range. Yeah, I took my dad there for, I think it was Father's Day last year. We, they came oh, nice. Out, yeah, they came out, we went and played a round of golf. It was mm-hmm. good. Uh, he's retiring, old man's uh He's actually, up. officially this year. Yeah soon wow. i honestly don't really know how how it's working he's got like banked holidays and but he's put his papers in and he's he's calling it a career after no shit finally yeah, i think like over 30 years he's 30 been, years in the rcmp yeah i think so no kidding so that's pretty i'm i'm like looking forward to going back and seeing them and it'll be nice like mm-hmm. hang out with them and kind of congratulate him on uh on a good career and oh i'm sure i'll have a fucking ripper with his buddies too <laughs> yeah well he's he he's, sounds like a party animal i see where you get it from he's not <laughs> maybe back in his heyday he's cleaned up his act i'm sure as he's gotten older you can't run with the big dogs you know <laughs> did your dad ever do like undercover work uh I, no he's always like he he was in uh in a uniform policing mm-hmm. like like you yeah. know small town yeah. policing Strip for a cop. while and then took over, like moved up through the ranks, and when we moved back, Toronto way, and kind of just worked his way up through the office there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's had a long career. Like 
He's had a freaking good career too. Like yeah. you're saying, like he's like went to Japan and he goes overseas a lot and flies yeah, around. He does a lot of flying, a lot of uh, stuff with embassies and things like that. He gets mm-hmm. to check in. He always laughs. He jokes that he's just all he does is go out for dinner in different countries. That's what he does. He flies, goes out for dinner, and comes back. But yeah, he's uh, he's seen a lot of the world that way through his job, which is super cool. Which is mm-hmm. honestly something like growing up that I wanted out of my career. I wanted to be able to have a job where. I got to see cool places and with this job not in firefighting we're just we're just, mean, we're just we, up in you know the muskeg we still have the opportunity to get exported we, though, we do fingers crossed fingers crossed <laughs> we got we got a lucky Aiden there yeah well you know there is the opportunity we could get uh, sent down to the states or to other provinces so you know Cruise last year went to BC and Ontario. It's mm-hmm. no, it's no, possible I, which is I, man, I, I don't know I, I think it's just I don't think it's just me just with uh, you know creating some kind of fantasy in my head but I really think I've got a feeling that we're gonna, we'll get an export in August I hope so Me I think this too. this has got to be the year I feel like you and I have never had one outside of Alberta no and I mean the one I like I was on a crew last year got sent down to Calgary just to like yeah you know co- for coverage yeah which. and then <laughs> I've never been sent out like anywhere uh, as hack so and you know what I was most chapped about getting sent down there we didn't get one single flight in the mountains yeah we didn't I even know. get up to, I know. like that would have it's made like no fire in calgary not unheard of but no flight oh man i just wanted a patrol Sin. or something like get up and just fly around the mountains like it, it was such a shame we were down there for like two weeks and didn't get one single flight in the mountains so i was a little bit chapped with that yeah but i was i was gonna say to bring up the your dad's work there um did you like so i, I listened to the james duffy podcast uh, the rubber boots podcast and actually, it's quite interesting. Um, James Duffy's dad—he just passed away a little while ago—but his dad was a RCMP officer, I think, in, in BC for a bit as well. Okay. And he was doing undercover work at one point, and then he ran into this girl, and she's like, "Oh, you're blah blah blah. I know you from high school." He's like, "Uh, nope." <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> yeah. So he had some funny stories there, but yeah, yeah. And what does your mom do? She's a nurse. She's a nurse. Okay. Yeah. And uh, right, right in Huntsville. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it works at a little doctor's, like a walk-in doctor's mm-hmm. clinic there. Right on. Right and on she's been side. doing that for, like, years. Yeah. She's a nurse her whole mm-hmm. whole career, which has been pretty handy. Like, wherever my dad gets stationed, my mom's able to pick up work, like, between yeah. the hospital. Everyone's or, looking for nurses. Yeah. So she did uh, home care for a while, so she would actually, like, go to people's homes. Like, it was mm-hmm. mainly elderly folk, and she would, you know be kind of response nurse for emergencies at homes and and she had like a clientele she'd take care of did that for a while worked in hospitals for a while Mm -hmm. um but since being in huntsville just kind of joined in with a local doctor at like a little clinic and Mm -hmm. paired up too easy yeah works like part-time and you know has her own free time to go to the gym or go she loves to do nordic skiing in the winter time oh man cross-country skiing is the best yeah we've got a, a really nice park actually really yeah, Arrowhead Provincial Park. It's one of the nicest provincial parks out there uh, around Ontario Way, in my opinion, at least. I did a lot of skiing there growing up, like, through uh, through high school. Skied on the teams there. We had – our high school had really good uh, teams. We were really? among some of the best in Ontario. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, we, won, gonna we say, won off so a few times. Did yeah. you ever uh, participate? Yeah, yeah. Huh? I, yeah, I was, like, a top five skier in Ontario growing, like, through high school. Top five in Ontario. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. But you're so short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was honestly an easy transition from 
hockey to skiing and like I had a buddy totally yeah I had a buddy who like skiing was his sport and uh it's funny because he like really campaigned to all of all of the boys like he's, he wanted to get us all out to try it because you know it, he'd done it his whole life it was his sport but he wanted more of his friends to come mm-hmm. to it and like the team needed more people to sign up yeah, yeah. And so, like, he's good. Good for conditioning. Oh my god! It's honestly probably the hardest like physical activity I've ever done. Like Mm -hmm. doing a Nordic ski race, it's like seven kilometers as fast as you can in like minus twenty. You're using your whole body in a spandex suit, and you're like freezing, but your lungs are burning and your legs are burning, Mm -hmm. and you're like you're just trying to get to the finish line as quick as possible. But you're like it's it's killer. Like it's so hard. and, like, yeah, he, he drummed up a bunch of the guys. We went and tried it out. And, like, he always gives me shit because I, like, you know, I started learning and then I got a little better. And then I started, you know, being able to compete. And then I started beating all the guys, like, in races. And they're all pissed because they're like, oh, you just started, like, last year. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, for me, like, the skate skiing aspect was exactly the same as as skating yeah you're pushing off the same pushing off the same way it was a lot of the same movement so it honestly translated pretty quick and i just picked it up pretty fast but you never tried speed skating no (laughs) i got kicked off the the ontario or the not the the ottawa uh loop outside carlton (laughs) we went we went to go play pond hockey and the pond was closed so we went there they had like an outdoor oval they were getting ready for the Ontario Winter Games or something, and we went and burned a couple hot laps around there, and they boot us off and like us, oh, and like us testing out their track, but uh, shenanigans you get into in university. Bunch of buggers. Yeah. Um, it, wait, so when you were in Canmore and Banff, hanging out with Lily last year, did you ever swing by the Nordic Center in Canmore? Because that's like the Nordic Center of Canada in um, Canmore. I, no, I, I haven't been. Um, See like, all the idiots with their like uh, the asphalt crosser skis. Oh yeah, the roller skis. Yeah. I had a pair of those growing up too. Yeah, remember seeing that when I was a kid. I'm like, what are they doing? But I was like, what a jackass! It looks it looks like so ridiculous. Yeah, because you're in like shorts and a t-shirt with poles yeah. and ski boots and these goofy little long wheeled like weird skis. rollerblade weird rollerblade. Yeah, yeah. It looks like fun going downhill though. You can have some you, big wipeouts. I on bet those you things. fucking can. Yeah, because imagine oh, like, you know, your your feet come out of the bindings mm-hmm. on those things, and you're on the asphalt with poles in your shorts. Like you can have some big wipeouts. Oh man, no. Totally. Yeah, I I had a pair of those growing up for a bit. I think that's gonna be my next uh, uh, fun. I, I always try to make it so like every uh, summer and winter, I, I get myself like a, a new kind of toy. So mm-hmm. like one year I got myself my road bike. The next year, uh, that that coming winter I got myself a snowboard and complete set. And then that coming summer I got myself a kayak. And then I got myself sh- snowshoes. You got a kayak? Yeah, yeah. You uh, bring it up to Flitner? Uh, I had it up uh, your rookie year. Okay. But um, it's at my brother's place right now, and I've been meaning to bring it back up because I want to do that Peace River kayak, yeah. or at least down the Wabasca or something. You know, like one of these sets of days off. I think maybe. Um, the July weekend, uh, at the end of July, that might be a thing. Or, uh, if not that I'll bring it down maybe to Jasper and we'll do a bit of a paddle, um, with some of my buddies on there. We do, we do a booze cruise where we jump in the, the, nice. the raft and 
Well, that's where I figured I'd tell talk to you, Aiden, Claire, and then Ikea and Lucas and all those guys and Nelson and Shelly and see if they all want to come down in Jasper because I think that'd be a really good time to do that one trip where we're talking about doing like the parkway and Oh, I'd be super the climbing the climbing slash road biking slash kayaking kind of thing. Hell yeah. I'd be I in for a little float down a river. Fuck yeah, man. Well and like even then like we don't really need to bring the kayak, we could always just grab the canoe. Yeah, for bring sure. more people, but um, yeah. So I think this winter, my my next little treat to me will be uh, cross cross country skis. Yeah, because I I loved cross country skiing when I was a kid. Like we had an old wooden bear, and then we even like bamboo poles. Yeah, would you be in? Would you do classic or did you get the skate ski? Like classic is like when you're you're like it's yeah. like almost like the elliptical, the yeah, same yeah, kind of motion, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. skate skiing is like pushing off, like skating. Um, no, I probably I probably be getting the the, the classic. Classic, yeah, nice. yeah. The, the the I always would call it uh, traditional Nordic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was used to, and I, I like that. You know, like it's oh, it's, it's such a good workout too. Oh no, totally. And it's just I like going fast. Like I don't mind running. Mm-hmm. So last year I really started picking up running because I had that charity run, mm-hmm. um, and it felt good to run ten k. Just be like, yeah, I can do that, and I did it in a pretty decent time. You know, fifty four minutes and ten uh, for ten k. Um, but I, I like getting speed. Cause I'm so used to driving mm-hmm. and I love seeing the countryside driving. So biking is really good for me. Cause if I can average, you know, 30 kilometers an hour on mm-hmm. the bike, you know, I, I see enough of the, the scenery and I, I'm making good ground and actually getting somewhere. Yeah. So it's this kind of the same, like running compared to Nordic uh, skiing. So, or snowshoeing to Nordic skiing. Yeah. You're actually getting somewhere, you know, you're actually making good miles. One well, with classic too, like some of the track sets, like they're really narrow trails through just like gorgeous mm-hmm. parts of the forest. It's it's super nice. I do enjoy. It. I've got skate skis, and it's fun just to hop into the track set and just go, just pull around. Oh fuck! You'll have to bring them out when you get your uh, hippie wagon. Come out west. Man, I'll definitely be packing. I'm like, it, okay, hey. yeah, I'll. I'll have to pick your brain about it because I was just looking online at Atmosphere because they had a sixty percent off sale. Uh, but then when I started, you know, check, wanting to check out, they, yeah. they, all this stuff wasn't sixty percent off. I had the boots picked out. I had my skis picked out. Yeah, I'll show you. We can go through all like tomorrow. Pick, yeah, pick my brain about in, in between uh, free agent frenzy, some Nordic stuff. Because yeah, I, I've got a, a couple pairs back home. I I haven't been. Fuck, out. I never knew that about you. Yeah, I guess that doesn't really come up around the campfire all that often. No, <laughs> but and yeah, you know what, um, Carla actually uh, at Rocky Lane. Yeah, that actually has a, a very nice cross country ski uh, little trail. Man, and see, that's the stuff that I'm like really looking forward to this off season. Is, season is just like if I get my if, the, if I get this van set up, then I can just like come across the country and just like you know stop in at different places. I'll have my skis. I can go for I can like go for a ski mm-hmm. in these new parks that I've never been to. Come out west, go like downhill skiing mm-hmm. for a day, meet up with friends like. I, I I'm really excited about that idea. Mm. We gotta get it in motion though first. Relax, <laughs> man. I have to buy. Let's look at some fucking vans tomorrow too. I've, man, I've been looking at vans. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta figure it out. I just have to put the plan in motion. Yeah. I'm always thinking about the same. It's like, do I really want to buy myself a house at some point, or do I just want to buy myself a van and just keep traveling around? Man, if you get one of those. Uh, like the Mercedes. I remember you were looking at those mostly. They're, yeah, they're out of my price range at this point, but they're nice. And, like, people have made some gorgeous, like, camper conversions oh, out yeah. of them. Like, really impressive People get stuff. pretty fucking crafty. Yeah. Do you ever follow, like, any of those Instagram pages? Like, yeah. Like, fan life and all that kind of shit? Yeah, it's cool to see, like, just different examples of what people do with the same space. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. And I love the idea of just, like, 
it's kind of like a minimalist way of living. Like you don't need a whole lot of stuff. No, Everything you need is refuel fits it and, in your van hmm? and you can bring it wherever you want. You can, and the, there's so much to see in North America too, between Canada and the States. Like, Oh my God. You could like, it would be, it would be Tons. amazing to like go on road trips and road trips are the most fun. Well, thing, then like, know? and then what does it cost to like, get a ferry ride with your vehicle? And then like you go to Baffin Island via ferry and then you're on Baffin for like two months. Yeah. You can just cruise around. Like, yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you take out, like, the hospitality part, like, paying, you don't have to pay for a room every night, mm-hmm. like, you can do pretty cheap, like, mm-hmm. you know. I well, especially if you've got your, you know, van and you got a good enough little space heater or whatever, you get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, this, Big shaggy this, dog. this job is what's holding me back from buying a dog oh, right, right now. Don't even get me started on <laughs> getting a dog. Like, I would have had one yesterday. You, you see my fucking Instagram posts every time I go to the fucking shelter I and know. walk dogs. My God, this is one. Ugh. Him and I are buddies. This this job just doesn't allow you to have it. I mean, no. where would you where would you put him right now? We're in Zama. You, have you know what? I, I think that we in the should, mud. You lose him in the mud. What we should do is we should like, get like a little like we we could easily build our own shed. We could build it big enough where we could put him at the the old the prison prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the old the old uh, minimum security prison. I want to get the like that should be re, that re, should be the animal shelter. Get, get some whippersnippers. You it's know, a complete cl- joke. Cl- that clean up the old um, hockey pad they have there. Because it's all fenced in already. I know. Bring your big dog out there. They hang out. They're having a good time. You come out back out to work, or if you're not there, you get the rest of the hack crew to help them out. Man, the animal shelter in, in high level, right next to the water treatment plant, <laughs> it's, it's so such depressing. A, such a joke. Like, and you go inside, it's like a trailer. It's just cement pad floor, and oh, it's just like man. rooms. And it's like, fucking come out to the... Because Footner, we got the trails, we got the lake... You know, we got the pond nearby. Yeah. The only thing that's, I guess, would be inconvenient would be, like, the airport noise. But... I don't think the dog is going to be worrying about that too much when you have, like, all those fucking gravel trucks next to the that yeah, water treatment plant yeah, in town. The place is awful. No, like, it, it just makes much more sense to me. I remember past, we were, we were pitching the idea in the, the fire center one day, and Amanda was right behind that idea. I think I think we need to go to town town council. Yeah. You, I think, you, they already know what you're like. They don't yeah, they even know went, who you are. I already went to the golf course. I'm yeah. going to start implementing my ideas around this town. I got some changes I need to make. You, you better be careful. You're the, <laughs> you'd be a fucking mayor here. I might be the mayor here. So. <laughs> yeah. Crystal McIntyre, you watch out. Noah <laughs> Stevens, mayor. Fuck, you better fucking watch out there, girl. I'm going to take over the fucking mayor position. <laughs> 2020, you heard it here first. I'm running for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Peace symbols up in the air look like Richard Nixon. Imagine working Imagine. working fire part time mayor. <laughs> Just like videotapes, like I'm your fucking mayor and I'm out here in this fucking fire. <laughs> Taking care of shit. Make the newspaper, mayor puts EX on fire. Like that marinate. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, lots and lots of ideas for that. Like, like, that camper van idea, man. Oh, God. Like, there's one part of my soul that just wants to get a van, too. Just drive around Canada and the United States. And, like, I think I've already pitched this idea to you a million times. Like, how I always brag about it, but I just haven't followed through. But just start my own little TV series. Like, travel and everything. Yeah. And just, like, hanging out with my van with a dog. And meeting up with my buddies around the country. Because I have friends everywhere. Well, man, you, wa- you see, like, <laughs> you see, like, people on TV. I've got friends. The, all the travel, all the people traveling, like blogging about it and shit, like it looks sweet. And I mean, it's not hard to do. You just have to get some backing and, like, you know, like you got that TV, like the Netflix series that was uh, Departures, and they, the first episode they go across Canada in yeah. one episode. Yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, okay, because that covers all. You can't do Delaware in one episode. <laughs> Departures is sweet. They like, yeah, that that's a they really cover a lot of good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but really like covering cool. Canada in just one episode, no way. Oh yeah, I think that you just need to check out Canada and like, yeah, sure, go to Calgary Stampede, but don't cover that. Don't cover Carnival and all that kind of stuff. Go to the places that like nobody goes to. Yeah, go to fucking Yellowknife for Folk on the Rocks. Go to you know, white horse in the wintertime to see what it's actually like. Go to, you know, Nanaimo instead of Vancouver. Yeah. Like, you got to check out all those spots. Like, go to Prince Rupert. <laughs> I would love to do... Yeah, I could spend a while just cruising around BC. Mm-hmm. It would be very cool. I'd love to get back up to Fort Nelson just to cruise through and see what it was like. Because there are some things I remember about it from my childhood, but I haven't been back in... Oh, and there's some fucking like, gems up there, too. Yeah, like, what is it, Laird Hot Springs up there? Oh, gorgeous. And I'd spot, love yeah. to get out to Nahani. My God, that's on my bucket list one of these days. I'll I know. Up there. You're we're so ta- fucking close, but we're so far. We were talking about it last set of days off. Like, if we, if we could manage, if it would be feasible to get out to Nahani and, and camp out there, but... We'll have to talk to Carla. It's all, yeah, it's flying or paddling, mm-hmm. but... Man, it looks gorgeous. Like Well, and like depending on how many people we could fit into a flight and we split it however many ways, it, it could, could be, it, it could, could be worth it. it and I guarantee Nelson would be down for that. I mean I I would pay <clears throat> if it was a couple hundred bucks and we had a few people, like I I'd be in for sure. Like it it would be a trip of a lifetime. Oh, like, one of, of the course. most amazing places you'd probably ever go. Have you looked through my national parks book at all? Like uh, oh man, that thing's unreal. And like no, it talks about like abandoned um what am I thinking of here? Hudson's Bay Company, like trading, like trading posts. posts. Yeah. yeah in like the middle cool. of like these Arctic, uh, national parks. That's so cool. yeah, it's still standing there. It's just abandoned. It's pristine condition. Nothing goes there yeah. except for like Arctic foxes and maybe the odd polar bear. <laughs> Man. Well, that, I took a picture when we were up in, um, Yellowknife, there was like this old log cabin and mm-hmm. it had a plaque on the side and it was the first bank of Toronto up in, in TD. Yeah, a TD first TD, TD bank. bank. TD bank. <laughs> TD bank. Yeah, up in Yellowknife and it was like yeah, established in early 1900s or something. It was it was super cool. Like these Well, I these old did, did you remember me telling the story about how my my grandfather was a retired RCMP officer from Fort Smith and he mm-hmm. went up to Yellowknife and he won a taxi cab company in a poker game. Really? Yeah, in the forties. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. That's so. <laughs> he crazy. was a secretary treasurer and a and, a, and part of the fire department of Yellowknife, and wow. yeah, it was just like the Wild West, man. Like people were like making all this money from like the oil boom and and gold uh, and like gold and rush. gold and diamonds and stuff like that, like like the the north and everything. And then the wives would fly back to Toronto or Montreal in like their furs and their like nice dresses and stuff and the big hats, and they'd come back and their husband lost the house in a poker game or some <laughs> shit. In this case, my grandpa got won a cab company, like, t- a taxi, and they took the taxi cab. They would take one of the cabs and take it all the way down to Edmonton to go visit their families and stuff. That's crazy. Absolutely wild. Oh, the Absolutely 40s, wild. man. What a time. Yeah, the roaring <laughs> 40s there. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, they had the, the 50s. That's when they moved, I think, that their house burnt down. Oh, jeez. And they decided to move down south. And my dad became a social security worker. and, uh, oh, Sorry, a so, social worker. And, yeah, he was... Uh, yeah, my because my, my my oldest uncle he was born he was born in on my mom's side he was born in Yellowknife and then really I think Malcolm was born there too maybe I can't remember 
That's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. My Uncle is kind of an interesting guy. I should get him on the podcast one day. He's, he's done a lot with his life, for sure. Man, Yellowknife is a really cool place, and not a lot of people ever make it up there. And it, um, Oh, I think it's a sin that they don't. Man, like, the, the, the Arctic, to me, is so gorgeous. It's like the last frontier. It's not populated. There's so much wildlife, so much vast area. Like, we drive from high level where we think is quite north. Yeah. And we go to Yellowknife, and we're like, seven, "Wow, we're north, like seven and a half hours away." Yeah, of north. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, and and then and then you get to Yellowknife, and you look at a map, and you're like, "Well, fuck, we still have like a four, like if we could drive it, you know, fourteen hours yeah, to get to like still, the ocean." Still, way more land up there. Yeah, it's wild. It's insane. It's a really cool place, and I'm honestly like, I pretty fortunate. Like that's one of the cool things about working up here is that we're close to that place. Mm. I don't think I'd ever visit Yellowknife if I, if I didn't work up here, like I'd never have the opportunity to. And get you got to do yellow, that's right. Not yellow, uh, folk in the rocks last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super, that's, that's a super cool time. Fun. Mm-hmm. That's and a you really got to go, time. did you go to the Buffalo Airways airport? Uh, we did on the, me and Nelson popped in. Mm-hmm. Last, it's uh, very cool. Sat there. Yeah. Some of the old like tail draggers, I think they call them like the mm-hmm. old like prop planes and yeah. some air tankers and stuff up there. And it's, they got the cars and the bikes there too. Yeah, it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some really cool aircraft up there. <laughs> and then going to Hay River, you see all like the big like sea liners and stuff, like things that you would typically see like in Lake Superior or something or on the ocean. Yeah, the ship graveyard there. Yeah, that's it's wild, crazy. Man, it feels like, like you're a Scooby Doo uh, TV show or something. Man, and the, some of those lakes, like the lakes. And the rivers up there are massive. It looks like the ocean. And, mm-hmm. like, to see those, like, giant kind of, you know, l- like, cargo ships or they look like ocean liners, but they're mm-hmm. just for the Great Lakes of northern Canada. Like, you know, shipping things through the Mackenzie up into the ocean and stuff. It's wild. Oh, it's insane. Very cool. Yeah. Um, where I was going to go with that. I had a bunch of other things that popped into the brain. I was like, oh, I should mention that there. But yeah, no, I just, I just love the North. It's so cool up here. And like, especially the further North you get like mm-hmm. high level, like obviously it's nothing, you know, too crazy about, but it's just in, it's really interesting to think about like the explorers coming from a different, like I can't imagine back, like, back in the day, or even just people living here, like in the forties or thirties. Imagine or the guy like that paddled a canoe, like through like Hudson and down the piece and like, yeah, Mackenzie, Alexander Mackenzie. Yeah. Well, like what a crazy voyage. Yeah. Up, up river. Insane. Like, <laughs> like you, oof, the pioneers were <laughs> wild individuals. Like, like the hardiness of those people it blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> just like living off of bacon grease, and they're like they could eat that way because you know they were going to be burning all those calories the next day. It, yeah, like we complain about being on a fire for twelve hours and like fucked. working hard and like carrying jerry cans or whatever, and then you're like thinking about these guys that are just paddling up fucking river that they've never even been to. Yeah, just like. Yeah, like they're getting directions from a, a you know an indigenous guide who like doesn't even speak like the translation going back and forth is probably isn't a hundred percent either. Just exploring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wild. Well, and like remember my like when we we're in Edmonton, uh, the one of these last days off, and he was telling us like how, when he was up here in the seventies, they had a Hudson's Bay post at Meander River. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what crazy. <laughs> like, that would have been fun if there was a Hudson's Bay company still there, but nope. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to high level. Actually, after being <laughs> the the bright lights, yeah, eh? the bright lights of high level after being uh, maybe know. get a duster night on uh, on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, no, you got an early morning flight. Yeah, don't I got you? a flight. I got to catch. Brutal. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, we're we're closing we're in on an hour here. We haven't even touched. Yeah, we, we haven't, haven't even, even talked about traveling. Yet. No, we're at, we're at fifty one minutes. Oh boy, do so, you edit these things? You, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, yeah, Anthony doesn't have the time. We just, just go with it. it it's more raw, you know. Like yeah, no, like, Joe Rogan doesn't edit his podcast. It's so interesting for front to back. I don't know how he like has done so many. He's up into the thousand. Like yeah, over a thousand. No, he's, he's like over like fifteen hundred. I think. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> he fucking cranks on. It's like it's like two a week, and like he talks for three hours. Minimum. I know it's a good way to like, like if you and I were sitting down talking for three hours. It's like there'd be points where we're like, all right, uh, notes. You know, like right now we're just been freestyling, which yeah. has been actually quite nice. But yeah, yeah. Um, so you're going back home. Is Lily coming out west at all? She was. We were talking. Uh, she might fly out in the fall, and then we'll like drive back together. Oh, okay, that'd be fun. So, yeah, I haven't figured. I haven't decided if I want to go back through Canada, or maybe do a little bit of the states. Dip into the states, eh? Yeah, that'd dip into right. the states and maybe, a little, little dip. Uh, man, I think I probably will. A I think maple dip. I like. I got nothing. There's no rush to go back. Yeah. Like, it'd be cool to check out. I really want to get down. Like into Colorado, maybe Utah or something, and then skirt back out. Definitely want to go to the Midwest one of these days. It looks yeah. gorgeous down there, like Wyoming and stuff. Um, three of my friends I traveled a bunch of Australia with, uh, two English guys and then this Czech guy. We've been talking about getting together for like a 10-year anniversary from when we first met and like drove around a bunch of Australia. Mm-hmm. And I think the big one that we we're kind of like all kind of banking on is driving down the West Coast of like, you know, starting, like I'd pick them up and... Pardon me, I'd pick them up in Edmonton or Calgary. I think, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe Edmonton would be the best one. And then drive to Jasper, down the parkway, and then we'd hit the Banff Lake Louise area. Then we'd start heading west, go kind of all the way to Vancouver, and then from Vancouver we'd go along the west coast. I want to do that as like, well. <laughs> all the way, like, kind of like Los Angeles. And yeah. then we'd come back up the Midwest, so hit like Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Montana. Man, I was on Google Maps the other day on Man Up, and I... Like drag, I I did a route like a start and finish point, mm-hmm. and then I dragged the route and like kind of made my own like if I were to do a big loop, and it was like 135 hours of driving for like a, a massive loop, but you know you spread it over a month yeah, or so. Of course, but super sick. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't have any plans this winter yet. Keep me posted, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you want somebody to split the gas on? What do you think you're gonna be doing? You? Oh fuck, man! I was just talking to one of my friends about like there's so many options here. Um, Remember Patrick? Did you did you meet Patrick? Quinn? No, no, no. So his brother Mark, um, he's uh, pretty much a brewery ops manager of a brewery in uh, PEI, okay. uh, Prince Edward Island. For the folks that are out of Canada, um, so he was asking me if I wanted a, a job this fall and winter, which would be pretty sweet. It'd be nice to meet the guy that I might be opening a business with. <laughs> You're thinking about opening it. You want to get into your own brewery. Well, I got drunk one night, and I was texting him, and I was like, do you think you're going to open a brewery? What would you think about opening a brewery in Nova Scotia? He's like, man, that's the dream for me to go back home and open a brewery. And I'm like, I've always wanted to live in Nova Scotia, and I think brewing would be pretty fun out there. He's like, well, maybe we can work out a plan. I'm like, fucking A. Man, I think, honestly, with that, you just got to go for it. Oh, no, no, 100%. But the thing is, is like, it'd be scary. It'd be a risky adventure, but just, like, go for it. I already have the brewing knowledge and everything. It's just a matter of getting into a certain system and then learning that system and going with it. Because there's so many different ways you can brew beer. I mean, you brew it in the back of your car right now, pretty much. Practically, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's mead, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. I know what you mean. Um... So the the th- the two thing the, the the two big things is to meet him, get to know him, 
sit down with him, figure out a plan. He's he's going to be uh, you know on the island to probably work in this place minimum three years. He's getting a, a lot of knowledge, like how to run the whole thing, what it takes to like run this you know business, and like the ins and outs, and like not just beer but also equipment and mm-hmm. you know the management part of it and marketing and everything too where I just have the knowledge of beer and I just have that passion for it. So it would be nice to one, meet him, you know, cause we've spoken a little bit, but we've never actually talked. Like, so it's still kind of like one of those weird, you know, vocal agreements where it's like, yeah, it'd be cool. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll talk yeah. about it's it. Kind like of thing. A lot of things happen over beers where you're like, oh, exactly. Right, yeah, sure. I'll do talk that. with your friends. Like, Oh, we should all just buy a pub together. Then we can live together forever. Me and my buddy had this crazy <laughs> idea that we were going to, we were going to start up a hot air balloon company. In, in Muskoka. <laughs> that <laughs> could work. Man. Go over the great lakes. Yeah. My buddy years. Lang came up with the idea and it's honestly genius. And like, I I think it would be get all those GTA yuppies coming up. Man, no, the people in like people in the fall come up from they come from all over the world. Where do you get your hot air balloon license? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out. I think a hot air balloon costs like fifty grand. Yeah, something like to that. buy and like I don't know. You could you could charge people like two hundred fifty bucks for an hour in the hot air balloon or something. Mm-hmm. Make your money back in a, oh, a month. I would imagine so. I'm not sure what the insurance you would, you would need for it and all that kind but of like stuff. But, like, people though. come from all over the world to go to... The Muskokas. Uh, yeah. Like, Algonquin Park and, like, yeah. up the Dorset Fire Tower to go yeah. check out the leaves, like, changing. Yeah. It's Oh, yeah. They have the levers there. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you got a hot air balloon company started in there, it'd be a, it'd be a sweet gig. You know what? <laughs> talk about that. Do it with your buddy and move to Nova Scotia. Do it in Cape Breton, and then you guys could like hot air balloon and land at the brewery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> put a, put a little hot air balloon helipad there for yeah, us. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll bring people across. I was already talking to Spencer, and he could do uh, the barber shop up top, and then Nelson could be there, like working on bikes or something we like that. Have an working at working at Walsh's Orchard. A multi multi faceted business that would be amazing. I was telling my one buddy, like my my buddy Knox, who did the tattoo for me. Um, it's like, oh yeah, and you could do like tattoos in the basement or like on the patio or something like that. And you got a brewery, tattoo shop, barber shop, <laughs> hot air balloon, <laughs> one stop shop. And honestly, I I kind of looked into it a little bit to see what it would cost, but you don't really see hot air balloons too much around Canada. I don't know. Have you ever have you ever uh, come across a hot air balloon in your they're, time? They're they're around, but there'd be like certain festivals, you know, like when you see like all those hot air balloons, like yeah. there's like two hundred in the sky. Um, yeah, like they're around, but I I wouldn't be able to see it, say the last time I saw one. No, me either. Yeah. But how cool would it be for the fall colors? Like amazing. And, yeah, no, absolutely. And it wouldn't even be like I don't know why we don't have like bird dog. You know, instead of having a bird dog plane that flies by the fast fire so fast, like, why not just have a hot air balloon just sitting up, you know? To yeah. me, it seems efficient. We call the IA support resources. Yeah, I need the, I need the hot air balloon. <laughs> You're going to, yeah, drag it out so here. That just seems hilarious. Drag it out here with like, the medium. So with binoculars just above, it's like, yeah, yeah, you guys are doing good. I like the hose lay, doing good. Oh, shit, the helicopter's coming. I think that'd be genius. Just a hot air balloon just sitting around. Like, no problem at all. Bruce, I'm going to need you to bump up to 5,000 feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hang on. We're getting up there slowly. (laughs) Oh, God. A little wicker basket up there. (laughs) Just dropping, like, water balloons on it. I think it'd be be a great perspective, you know, for in the fall colors. I think it'd be amazing. You know, I never really put too much thought into it, but I'd really actually like to go on a hot air balloon one day. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And I feel like, too, the one thing about hot air balloons, it would be peaceful. Like, 
If you're up in a helicopter, you got the headphones on, it's, you know, yeah, it's loud, right? But in a hot air balloon, you're floating. Take the air advisory off, Hannibal. (laughs) Oh, man, like, and I found, too, uh, you haven't flown in their machine yet, but they're not push-to-talk. They're, like, voice-automated headsets or whatever. They pick up so much wind from the the window. Oh, you just help them put their box down. Well, I I think it's just plug-in. They the, should have a Vox style in the back. So the Vox will, um, it makes it, if you turn it up, then it's going to be more sensitive. More sensitive if you, turn, if you yeah, turn it yeah. down, it's less sensitive. So yeah, like if, you, if we go flying tomorrow, we'll be like, Maybe turn we'll the fucking Vox down. <laughs> Honestly, like, drives so it annoying. fucking nuts. Drives me up no, the wall. It, no, man, it, when I was flying front seat in the, in the medium here, it was just like picking up like the blades in the back. I'm just like looking behind me like, <laughs> so like I'm playing with the Vox and like, I feel bad. Like once the pilot gives me full board to like play around with the dials, I go after them because I'm like, I don't like that. I like this. I don't like that. Yeah. Fuck that channel. Yeah. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, so that's one option I have another option. I'm thinking about winter crew up here. Another yeah. one, I, I got to go to Hawaii for two weeks with my, my family. You got to. Sucks. But, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking terrible, you know. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's going to be fun. I know it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. But it's just not the place I'd want to go. You know what I mean? You got to go to the, the one island in Hawaii. It's like where they filmed Jurassic Park or whatever. It's a, it's. <laughs> Are there uh, dinosaurs there? I think, I think it's called. It's like Kauai Island, almost. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, Kauai Leonard Island. Yeah, Kauai Leonard Island, <laughs> Jurassic Park, right there. Perfect. But it's uh, yeah, it looks gorgeous. You look at the cup, and it's like moving the water as it's getting closer, and it's Kauai dribbling a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck! I hope he signs back. Yeah, um, we'll see tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah, a big day. Fucking big day. Oh, man. I'm finding some excitement in Zama as we eat fried chicken. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, man. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm also playing the idea of, like, I, I really want to go to Europe again uh, next winter. Maybe meet up with, you know, I was putting the bug into Legacies here, and then Colin and I have been talking about it again. And then because Cassie's going to be going to school in Innsbruck, Austria, yeah. Graham's going to go over to Europe at some point. So, we're all talking about meet up with JB, the pilot. Man, I'd love to do and like go a, to France and a snowboard little, like, for a bit. Two week trip, man. Oh, yes, we sir. Yeah, go on a ski trip. <laughs> you guys, just, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about it for sure. But yeah, so that's in my mind, and I'd love to do that for a month because whenever I go to Europe, I have to visit the families and check in Austria, and then um, do my rounds. Around. Like, I, and every year I like to go to like at least three different countries that I've never been to before. So and that's the beauty of this job is we. A lot some, of freedom. A lot of freedom and a lot freedom. of like, a lot of like-minded people that are that also want to do some traveling. So and I was putting fun. the bug into Pete, Pete West's ear as well, and see what he gets up to. But he likes that idea. Yeah, that yeah. would be super fun. Oh, I'm so game. Yep, I'm already excited. Oh boy. Well, I didn't really invite you yet, but yeah, yeah, you can come okay. if you want. Oh, I'll wait. For my <laughs> invitation. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You, I'll invite you to Europe there, and then uh, yeah, if you're ever west and looking for somebody to split gas with, we can always do that too. Yeah, I'll I'll be out here. I'll be driving. Oh, out. Yeah, I know you'll be out here. I just gotta get my van. Yeah, that's a, you gotta get that done, man. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what's going on. But yeah, I'll I'll be up in the air, fucking ideas and stuff. And I got those like. This coming winter slash spring will be the 10 year anniversary for my buddies from Australia. So that'll Sweet. be part of our road trip. So maybe we'll just carpool with you and fucking, well, not carpool with you, but convoy with you yeah. up and down and have a fucking time. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's the, what are we officially at? I would say one hour mark, but to be accurate, it's one hour and three minutes there. 
So sure. we didn't even talk about traveling, so that just means we have to do another one if you're game for it. It looks like you're about to pass out. Yeah, we might have to do another travel podcast. Yeah, because like we need to talk about travel. We'll have to do a wrap up with free agency and like talk about like where we think hockey is going to be going. Yeah, let's have a travel and hockey then a podcast. wrap up. We'll probably do a wrap up of the fire season. So maybe we'll do it like in August sometime. Give okay. it a little bit of space and more stuff to talk about because we covered a lot of shit. Yeah, and we talked for about a half hour before even getting onto the podcast about hockey, about <laughs> hockey, anticipation, and everything. Yeah, right on. Well, from. HL54 Charlie to now HL53 Alpha. This is Noah Stevens and Aaron Chalupa. Yep, signing, signing off. off. <laughs> I've taught you so much. <laughs> no, no, it's been page. great. Well, like and like all all your um, experience now in the front seat on the microphone. Like now, you don't have no problem here. I need to get you a headset. It's honestly like it's all just practice. Like it just comes. The more you do it, it just becomes natural. And honestly, like I remember. When you're a rookie, like sitting front seat, uh-huh. with, like the fear, just having there's to a tire, talk, having to talk on the radio, it's big, yeah, like honestly, not even that, just like transmitting a message on the radio was terrifying, and then let alone like being mm-hmm. front seat rolling up to a fire is totally different, but yeah, just like having that practice, this shift has been awesome. You know what's nice about that? Having a rookie that you put in the front seat and get a witness all from the back. <laughs> Claire's going to have a I, fun time sitting in the front seat this next shift. I can't wait. It's actually going to be good. I think she's honestly going to be fine. Like I think the first couple transmissions, it'll obviously be shaky, but she's yeah. so she's she's very precise with words. She doesn't she memorizes like it's unbelievable the amount of stuff she was able to memorize like, in a day. Yeah, she figured the radio out, like, channels, all the towers and radio channels. Yeah. And, like, like, this fuck is, you. This is supposed to take you weeks. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Go over there. You're supposed to struggle with this. Go sharpen tools for the next three hours. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll it'll be good, though. Fuck, man. It's been a great summer so far for, like, um, just the camaraderie and just hanging out with, like, you know, my first year leading the crew. So, you know, it's, yeah. been, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, getting these fires, you know, this shift, too. Like, I know you guys are just, like, going Zama crazy, but you guys have been getting a lot of fires and just smashing them. And then, I'm like, funny enough, I actually haven't been on the crew lately there, folks. I've been running a man-up again with fire attacks, so I'd just be following these guys. It's like, oh, how's it going there, we guys? Call, we call them every time we need them. <laughs> oh, old Uncle Loops. <laughs> yep. Uh, H.U., I'm going to need that fire attack crew in Zama. This side, I'm going to have to call Chalupa. Fuck. No, yeah. it's been sweet, though. We've just, like, tag-teaming every fire and... Yeah, it's been fun. Fucking tag in, tag out. Yep. It's like, all right, you're in. Yep, you're you're. <laughs> What's the paperwork? Here we go. Sweet. No, it's actually been sweet. Regroup uh, and fill out the paperwork at night. And yeah, on the next one. Mm, yep. Oh, that's uh, good. Yep. Anyway, thanks a lot there, Noah. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, this was good. Until next time. Until next time. Yep. All right. Signing out. Have a good one, guys. This was episode thirty-seven.